But the reason why it works on so many things is because when we look at all of the disease and ailments we suffer from, most of them begin with inflammation of something. listening to the Believe in Dog podcast. I'm your host and resident dog mom, Erin Scott. If you consider your dog a family member, then this podcast is for you. Let's celebrate the love and connection we have with our dogs. Not only can a dog be your best friend, but I believe a dog can be a healer, a teacher, and an inspiration. This is a place for us to connect in the joy of loving our dogs and also a place where you know you're not alone in the difficult times or in the sadness of missing a dog that was an important part of your life. I can't wait to share with you stories of how the love of a dog is changing our lives and changing the world. This is Believe in Dog. Welcome to episode 46 of the Believe in Dog podcast. I'm your host, Erin Scott, and thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited for you to meet today's guest, Angela Ardolino. Almost as excited as I was when I got to meet her in person at the Healthy Dog Expo in Albany a couple months ago. So, Angela, I don't even know where to start. She's a pet cannabis expert. She is a holistic pet health expert. She is the founder of the CBD Dog Health Company. She's the founder of the Your Natural Dog Store, the Your Natural Dog Podcast, and she's also the founder of Beautify the Beast, which does boarding, doggy daycare, grooming, and has two locations in Florida. And Angela is the founder of Fire Flake Farm, which is a rescue farm for geese, ducks, chickens, a pig, and numerous dogs. She is quite a busy woman, and I am so grateful I had the chance to have this conversation with her. CBD. Have you heard of CBD? I think we all have over these last few years. It's kind of a funny thing. People, in my experience, tend to fall into one of a couple different camps. They either love it and swear by it. They use it for themselves. They use it for their pets. They're trying to tell you all about it. Or they tried it, and it didn't really do anything for them, and they think it's bogus. Or they just don't really know anything or have any experience with it at all. Or they're like a boomer who thinks that this is all just another way for hippies to try to get stoned. And so I know I've told you before, I am a self-proclaimed dog health nerd and also kind of a people health nerd as well. So I'm always curious and always wanting to learn more. But CBD is something that I have just found so confounding. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to believe. Every company seems to think that like theirs is the best for this reason and that reason. And it's all very like muddled and confusing to me. And so if you have ever wondered about what full spectrum means versus broad spectrum, or even wondered about is this CBD some kind of snake oil? Because I've heard it recommended for things from arthritis to allergies to cancer. And is it really good for everything out there? Or maybe you have wondered about trying to find the right product, the best product, the one that's not going to like rip you off and waste your money. I have good news. If you've ever had any of these questions, I think we're going to answer them all for you today. 
Angela has so much information to share with us. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you a list of my top takeaways, and I'll include these in the show notes link for you as well. So not only is Angela going to share with us everything that we need to know about CBD for our dogs, we're going to hear all about Angela's childhood with her menagerie of animals. And we're going to hear about the dogs who have made an impact in her life and about how she discovered cannabis medicine and why she decided to change her career to focus on being an expert in the pet cannabis industry and then going on to start your natural dog. So let's get started. I can't wait for you to meet Angela Ardolino. So we are here today with Angela Ardolino. She is the founder of CBD Dog Health of Your Natural Dog and Pet Parent Extraordinaire, amongst many other things. How are you, Angela? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. There's so much I want to talk to you about. But I always love to start out by asking about your childhood. I did not really grow up with animals, so I'm always interested to hear, did you grow up with animals? Did you have dogs growing up? What did that look like for you? So funny. Um, I say that animals saved my life, but I was not allowed to have pets inside. I was allowed to have outside pets. So I grew up in Miami, Florida on about an acre of land on a canal that had alligators, snapping turtles, every duck, every, you know, bird. It was like the Everglades almost in my backyard. Um, So I loved animals so much. I literally came home from school every day and went right outside and hung out with my animals, whether it was um, watching them. I remember I would just, you know, look at them. I would take care of them. If they got injured, I literally would sneak in the house and get whatever and, and, you know, help put them back together or treat them or whatever. But yeah, I've always been a huge animal lover and, you know, had my safe haven in my backyard with my animals. And that's literally where I spent all my time. So big love, but did not have any dogs or cats until I was out of the house and I didn't get my first dog. Um, My first dog was a rescue. She was a little miniature Jack Russell and, um, you know, beautiful. And next dog, that was my dog, Dallas. And then my next dog was Lucy, who uh, I know we share our first dog, Lucy's. Um, (laughs) But Lucy was very special to me and got very sick at age seven. And I didn't know what I know now. But I, I remember when I got Lucy, I, a vet office, state-of-the-art beautiful vet office literally opened up across the street from my house. So I thought it was a sign. And I did everything they told me to do. I fed the Purina Pro Plan kibble that they told me to feed. I over-vaccinated. I vaccinated her every single year, all of them, because that's what they told me I needed to do. Um, uh, The flea and tick meds. I did everything wrong. And I lost her at age seven and I did send her to autopsy. I, I, I stopped counting at $15,000. Uh. I had no business spending that $15,000 from going to Blue Pearl, you know, and getting them uh, that's now owned by Banfield, getting them to do every test you could possibly imagine and then giving her steroids so she seemed okay. And then again, telling me to come back and do them all again. You know, and I'm just, money's going down the drain. I lost Lucy, got an autopsy done, and the only thing they found was irritable bowel. Because, of course, they're not testing the toxicity of 
the over vaccination or the flea and tick meds or the shitty diet. I, I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say shitty? Diet? Sure. <laughs> the terrible diet I was feeding her. Um, but now I have Odie and Odie's also a miniature schnauzer. And, uh, when I met Odie, I could not believe that I could love a dog more than I loved Lucy because <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. And I, you know, my, he is my soul dog. He is my heart dog. And now I know better. And he's 15 now. Wow. So I like to say that I doubled what I did. You know, I took took what I learned from Lucy and changed everything. And I'm still learning, as we know, and right. still changing and still making sure that I'm keeping up with the food brands because they change or the supplements because they change. But yeah, that's my story on animals. I now have a rescue farm. I remember visiting someone when I was a kid who had all kinds of animals. And I just, I remember she goes, sit down in the, in the grass over there. There's going to be a goose that comes and gets in your, sits in your lap. I'm like, oh, no well. way. And, it did. and I remember thinking one day I'm going to have my own geese. So yeah, I have geese. I started a farm rescue where I, uh, I don't know if you know, like, gosh, it's almost 10 years ago when they, everybody got backyard chickens. Oh, right, right. Well, all those people got roosters that they weren't intending on getting oh. or after the chickens stopped laying eggs, they had no use for them mm. or it was messier or whatever it is. I ended up with all of them. <laughs> uh, so ducks, chickens, geese, pigs, uh, you Pigs and roosters, I think, are the are the one of the biggest things where everybody thinks they're getting a mini pig and it's not a mini pig. Right, right. Um, and dogs. So rescue all of them. And through my shop, I also own Beautify the Beast, which is a groom shop, and we sell all natural food supplies and stuff that you can't find just about anywhere else. And um, through that, how many people, whether they passed, no longer wanted their dog. That's how I ended up with a lot of my rescues and working with certain vets out here where there would be cases where nothing worked. And so they'd go, Hey, call up this lady. She's got a rescue and she's working with medical cannabis. Um, see maybe if she can help. So I would get these cases of nothing to lose, you know, a 16 year old Chihuahua suffering from grandma seizures, um, you know, a beagle lab mix with MCT and uh, has lost the use of her back legs, uh, lymphoma. <laughs> There's been so many. I've been practicing medical cannabis now for six years, and I have hundreds and hundreds of cases where I've even been able to take an animal that has been on a slew of prescription meds, take them wean them off of all of them, change their complete diet at 15, 14, 15, 16 years old and add two, three years to their life when they were given a couple months to live, when they were supposed to be put down right. and I got them and added a couple years all through diet and, um, and all natural supplements like, uh, a full spectrum hemp extract and medicinal mushrooms on some of these amazing Chinese herbs adaptogens are my, are my gig adaptogens are these plants um, and mushrooms that get inside our body and literally adapt to whatever our body needs. Right. And when you put more than one adaptogen together, they become super synergistic and even more powerful. So you could take a full spectrum hemp extract and two medicinal mushrooms and astragalus root or an ashwagandha, and you've got the most incredible synergistic tincture that 
you put in your mouth or your dog's mouth, and it's the best thing you could possibly do for yourself. So how did you first get into learning about medical cannabis? I was uh, diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis in 2015. Um, it actually was popping up in my eye. Yeah, what um, did that look like? What is that? What are the symptoms of that? Um, well, I had joint pain, but I was like, okay, I'm getting older. You know, I'm in my 40s, and so maybe it's just arthritis. But anytime I would have maybe not eat so well or get super stressed, it I would have a flare up in my eye. Oh, and wow. I didn't know what it was. And it wasn't until it kept showing up in one eye. And it wasn't until it showed up in the other eye that my eye doctor was like, I think you've got rheumatoid arthritis, sent me to go get the testing and everything else. And so I was diagnosed. Of course, the drug that was offered to me was Humira, which mm-hmm. is already linked to lymphoma and has all kinds of horrific side effects. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Um, I learned all this with my dog. <laughs> There's certainly, you know, I live a pretty natural. I have uh, had already learned about how many chemicals are in our personal care product and our food supply and how to reduce chemical exposure in my home and in my yard. So I am pretty natural. I only clean with vinegar and hydrogen peroxide. I don't put any, any poisons on my yard or plants or animals, nothing. I don't even know flea and tick, just diatomaceous herbs, essential oils. So I'm like one of those people. So I wasn't about to take a a prescription med. So I started to look into what would help a with my joint pain and reduce the inflammation in my body. Um, Of course, really looked at my diet and removed the things like dairy and gluten that cause us so much trouble. Yeah, Uh, problem. I'm um, a vegetarian. Uh, I've actually now getting away from eating fish even because <laughs> that's so hard to find something good, a good source of fish. Right. Um, and uh, found medical cannabis, um, found hemp, full spectrum hemp extract first and uh, took it, used cannabis and could not believe the difference of how literally it was like putting oil under my tongue and within five minutes being able to go, what the, why doesn't everybody know this? And then the next thing I know, my stress and anxiety levels are going down. I'm like, I don't understand what is going on here. So at the time I owned a magazine, a a family magazine. So I started looking into it. It was before it was legal in Florida. So I just started looking more and more into it and seeing how many ailments it was helping. And because I had a family magazine, I ended up working with a group of moms that were giving it to their kids to stop seizures, help them with brain tumors. And then I became a a diehard advocate to make it legal in the state that I lived in. And then it helped me and helped so many people. I decided that that's what I was going to do. I was going to go into medical cannabis. At the time, I didn't know I was it was going to be with pets. I just knew I had to learn more and tell everybody about this incredible plant and how much it does and why it's being kept from us. So I sold my business, my magazine, and threw myself into the industry. I traveled uh, the world. I worked all over the country. I The first thing I knew is that if we wanted to make a medicine out of a plant that we would need to grow it the same way every time so that we could get the same effect every time and strains and cannabinoid profiles and all that. Um, While I was doing that, the University of Vermont School of Medicine offered a program, a first ever 
program on the study of medical cannabis for its therapeutic uses in biology. And I was invited because I was such a big advocate to attend that program. Um, and it was in the inaugural class. And that's where I learned everything. <laughs> and that's when I learned that animals had uh, the same system as us, endocannabinoid system. And I immediately ran out to find a full spectrum hemp uh, product and I could not find one. <laughs> this is in 2016 now. And um, if I found one, it was either a human product where they like slapped a paw label on it and it would have other ingredients in it like flavorings or xylitol. Which and is then dangerous. others, huh? <laughs> which is dangerous. Which is very dangerous, which is deadly to dogs. Or I'd find a product that was a broad spectrum product and not a full spectrum product, which I really didn't understand at the time. Yes, yeah, so that was one of my questions for you because I've seen both and I, I, and it sounds like they're both supposed to be great. <laughs> right. So I, um, I really couldn't figure out. I just got out of school telling me that full spectrum is best. Any of the research that's out there is only using full spectrum products and proving that that's what works. So why the heck is there broad spectrum products? Broad spectrum products existed in the human market for those who get drug tested at their jobs and can't have THC show up. Also, that THC is still considered a, um, an illicit drug. From the DEA. So if you were a vet and you have a DEA license to prescribe opioids, you could lose your license if you were to prescribe a product with THC. So all of this is kind of swirling around and I, I still can't figure out, maybe it has something to do with the vets, but why would that keep people from using it? I don't understand why found out that the reason a broad spectrum product exists in the pet industry is A, fear that it's not good, that vets don't know anything about it and they're not going to prescribe it. And it wasn't until 2018 that you could release a full spectrum hemp extract, a product for the farm bill. So if you wanted to beat the market and get your product out before everybody else, and of course make a legal product because before 2018, it, you couldn't, you released a broad spectrum product that had no THC in it. So some companies released a broad spectrum product, Farm Bill went through, changed it to a full spectrum or released a also full spectrum product or others just stuck to their guns and stayed with their broad spectrum product, perpetuating the fear that THC is not good for dogs or bad for dogs or it's not going to help. What doesn't help is when you take out the THC. Uh, full spectrum hemp extract comes from industrialized hemp. It comes from a cannabis. Cannabis is the plant. Marijuana and hemp are the two versions of it. If a plant has more THC, it therefore has less CBD. If it has more CBD, therefore it has less THC. And that's what hemp is. Okay. If it has more THC, it's marijuana. Okay. But there is no evidence that THC harms or kills or does anything bad to a pet except if it were to be in a human product where there's other ingredients like chocolate or an edible. And we have to remember that a lot of human products are made just recreational. So they have unbelievable amounts of THC. And dogs will get something called static ataxia, which happens with just about any other drug also, including opioids. 
opioid, a reaction to opioids is you think your dog is dead or overdose versus your dog just kind of getting seeming a little high, um, which I would prefer. <laughs> but uh, they actually did a study in 1973 called the Rosencrantz study where they uh, gave animals, uh, lab rats, beagles, and chimpanzees 9,000 milligrams of THC. Two lab rats died of uh, asphyxiation. They threw up and then uh, choked on their throw up. No beagles died. No chimpanzees died. Chimpanzees actually uh, learned to uh, regulate and bring themselves back to normal, metabolize it and bring themselves back to normal where they weren't even like acting high anymore, which I can attest to. I have a Doberman, Nina. She is 10 years old now. Two years ago, she was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is a very aggressive bone cancer. And I got to put everything to the test. You know, everything that I had learned about, and now diet and other adaptogens like medicinal mushrooms. So I took everything. Of course, I was devastated. And then I was like, okay, here's my opportunity to practice what I preach. Um, And we're two years out. And she is still alive, and we still have no metastasis. We just got her leg amputated two months ago because the tumor was on her wrist, and it's like the size of the grapefruit now, two years later, and has started to cut supply off, blood supply to her foot. Mm. So we amputated it, um, and she's two months from that, thriving, doing great. She's a geriatric Doberman who is doing fantastic and really the things that are keeping her immune system in check to help her fight off the cancer cells or the cancer from spreading. And that's all we did is we supported it with plant medicine and a killer diet, adaptogenic medicine, I should say, adaptogen medicine and a good diet to not feed that cancer. And she's here. She's still here and she's here and she's happy. That's amazing. You know, it's, really great. So thank you for letting me share that story because I want to tell it to as many people as possible because it is important. So many people have so few choices when it comes to that. Like even if you want to go an integrative or holistic route, there's three integrative oncologists in the, in the country. Country. Yeah. In the country. So I feel like we really have to take our own health which I know you've done into your own hands and our pets health because our choices are limited for integrate something integrative or holistic approach instead of conventional. And the problems with conventional, lots of money, lots and lots of money. And you still have a dog, a dead dog after four months. So you're broke. Your dog has suffered. And for what? When, I've already gotten, it's already worth what I did because I've already gotten two more years when she was given two to four months to live. What was crazy about this is I am still for the past two months have been preparing my presentation of Nina. How did it work? Why did it work? The pathways to cancer, what, what those pathways, those 12 pathways to cancer between medicinal mushrooms and medical cannabis and a full spectrum hemp extract, I am taking care of a lot of those pathways at the same time. I am encouraging her body to fight off the cancer, to cut off the blood supply that feeds the tumors. So 
if I can do all that and I can put it in a presentation, awesome. So the great thing is, is as I'm working for this, I'm looking research or whatever, and I discover a piece of research from 45 years ago that proved that THC stops the spread, the metastasis of osteosarcoma in dogs. Wow. And nobody know. and I just happened to come across it working on looking at how many pathways it blocks. There's so much research out there. But to read it and interpret it and put it all together is really hard. But if there's so much, Erin, why is it, why don't we know about it? I know. (laughs) Why are we still being pushed broad spectrum products and now isolates? Isolates is when they take one compound out of the the extract. Remember, the, the cannabis flower is where all those essential oils live, just like in a lavender you don't, we don't take it from the stem or the flower. Right. I mean, from the leaf, we take it from the flower. Right. Same thing with the cannabis plant. Whether it's marijuana or hemp, the flower is where all those medicinal properties live. If you extract those medicinal properties, why would you mess with it? You've got everything you need in that. So when you take a broad spectrum product or an isolate, they're pulling out an isolate. They're just pulling out one part, one compound, CBG, CBD. Without that, without all the help of those other thousands of compounds, there's 115 discovered cannabinoids, but there's thousands of proteins, antacids, flavonoids, terpenoids, all have to work together to make the medicine kill cancer, stop seizures. If you don't have that, I have no idea what will happen. So will a broad spectrum product if you take a broad spectrum, it's a good broad spectrum product, meaning all they've done is one extra step of processing, kind of like food. Remember how we want our raw food that's not ultra processed? We want our plant medicine that way too. So when you do a broad spectrum extract, you are doing one more step and you're taking out the THC or most of the THC though, so it's not detectable. It's still in there, but it's not detectable. You're also taking out other things. You can't just take out one thing. You also can't I can't make, I can't patent and make a pharmaceutical drug off something that occurs naturally in a plant in nature, but I can take one compound CBD by itself and then make it a pharmaceutical drug, which has already happened. It's called Epidiolex and exists. And there was also a study that Epidiolex in a CBD isolate by itself, meaning not a full spectrum, causes um, liver damage. So what did everyone hear? CBD causes liver Liver damage. damage. No. (laughs) So, you know, we're not even using, we can't even use the right terms. So imagine the confusion from a pet parent trying to pick or navigate. So the only way to do it is stick with a full spectrum product because you know it's not over processed, you know it's pure, but you have to get a certificate of analysis. And that certificate of analysis is going to show you what is in the product. And when you look at that certificate of analysis, you're going to see the major cannabinoids listed, CBD, CBG, CBG, CBDA, CBGA, THCA. There's there's about 10 of them, I think, listed on a COA. And you literally are going to see, however the test works, a little blip on all of them, including THC. THC is going to be the lowest, but you just need it to show up on that analysis to know that you have a full spectrum hemp extract. You're also going to want to look at the other pages. They show you because mush, just medicinal mushrooms, same thing, get a COA. An essential oil, get a COA. Coconut oil, anything that comes from a plant, 
you get a certificate of analysis proving that you're getting a pure product and that it doesn't have any pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals in it, because it will show it in that. So that is the only way in this natural industry, especially in the, in the pet industry, to find a pure, pure botanical product of any kind. Right is by looking, asking for a CUA. To me, it should be completely transparent and you should be able to find it easily. On ours, we do a batch number on the bottom of the bottle and there is a QR code on the bottle. So you can literally scan that with your phone. It will take you directly to this batches. Oh, wow. And we do small batches and we test them three times because I trust nobody in the cannabis industry (laughs) (laughs) or the pet industry. (laughs) So it's the same thing like everything else. We have to take control and really look at what we're giving our animals and then make sure they don't change. Because even when you find like, let's say a good food company that you trust and love, you see that they can get bought or even ownership can just change or people inside the company can change and it might not be the same anymore. So the same thing happens in the supplement industry all the time. The companies that started when I started in this space, they have all been bought. Oh, wow. I have been, they, people have tried. (laughs) (laughs) You've been approached. They have all been bought already and they're all changing. And it's funny because a lot, some of them are changing to what I'm doing meaning adding other essential oils because they're understanding the synergistic effect when you put it with other adaptogens. And then others are just making a more commercial product or more, they, they had a vet line and now they're going to do a over-the-counter line type of thing or vice versa. Or they've completely changed their formulas and are doing it not as well. Who knows? But it, that's how crazy this industry is. It's the pet industry is the most unregulated, and that's why you get a lot of the bad players in here who are like, ooh, easy money, which is why the biggest food company is a candy company. Right. <laughs> exactly. So how exactly, tell us more about the endocannabinoid system and how this works for our dogs. Because, you know, sometimes it seems like, like oh, your dog has allergies, get CBD. Oh, they have cancer, get CBD. Oh, you know, know. seems like it's like a, a magic bomb for everything. And maybe it is, I don't know. But I really wanted to get your your take on that. Well, and I felt the same way. And I understand why now, but I can understand how it sounds to a pet parent, especially when we talk about CBD, but what we're really talking about is a full spectrum hemp extract. CBD just happens to be what the slang for it is, but we're not just talking about CBD by itself. CBD is the major component in a full spectrum hemp extract. So just the words are confusing. Um, and every, nobody knows what they mean. So it's very confusing, but the endocannabinoid system is a system in our body that exists in all animals. Uh, fish have it, snakes have it, lizards. So that means a full spectrum hip extract can be used on any of these animals. And I have used them. Um, like I told you on my rescue farm, I've used it on every single one of my animals on the farm from when they get a wet pox. I cured chickens of wet pox. Did I do it with just a full spectrum hip extract? No, I did other holistic things with it also, but it was always a part of my protocol because what I know for sure is that, and why I love having this in the, the hands of pet parents is if there is an issue, your dog's not feeling well, he hurts himself, he's injured. The first thing you can do is give them a full spectrum hemp extract that's going to get rid of the pain 
and help reduce the the anxiety and stress of whatever situation just happened. I don't know about you. That's what I want to get rid of first. So then I can decide what to do because now my animal's not suffering anymore. Or if you do have an animal that has a disease that is going to cause them pain or anxiety, wouldn't you want something that's all natural you can give them that's just going to make them feel better? Yes. But the reason why it works on so many things is because when we look at all of the disease and ailments we suffer from, most of them begin with inflammation of something. And the endocannabinoid system is responsible for bringing our bodies to homeostasis. It's responsible for keeping all of the other systems working right. And when a system is off and not working right is when inflammation starts, which inflammation then turns into disease. And cannabis, so our endocannabinoid system, we have CB1 receptors and CB2 receptors throughout our entire body, and we release endocannabinoids. And when we have an endocannabinoid deficiency, our body is no longer producing those endocannabinoids as they should. And there happens to be a plant called the cannabis plant that produces phytocannabinoids. So those, we take those phytocannabinoids and they fill the deficiencies that we, are, we have because we're not producing endocannabinoids. Just like as we get older, all kinds of things don't work as well anymore. Same thing with the endocannabinoid system. So literally, you are enhancing your own system by taking this plant that makes phytocannabinoids that take the place of your endocannabinoids and help fill those deficiencies. So... If you, um, some of our endocannabinoids are, uh, one's called 2-AG and another one's called AEA, AEA, which I forgot how, what the, how to say the whole word, but you get them, um, some of them from your mother's breast milk. It actually gives them, if they are deficient in one of those, it, they actually don't have the suckling, um, you know, they don't know to suckle. Reflex. Thank you. Um, So if you were not breastfed as an animal or a child, you may have an endocannabinoid deficiency right from birth. Wow. So this is um, the, what's really cool about dogs and they've only discovered this in dogs. And this is probably one of the best uh, discoveries and why we know hemp works so well is because dogs have more receptors in their brain and spinal cord nervous system than any other animal. Wow. Even more than people. Even more than people. That's wow. why they are so sensitive to THC and, and to a full spectrum hemp extract. Because if we take it, we need to take a lot more than a dog does, which, oh, wow. which is pretty freaking cool. So meaning when you do need to give your dog THC and you're like, okay, when do you need to give your dog more THC? Well, Nina, my Doberman, since I was dealing with the most painful and aggressive cancer for a large dog, large breed dog, I knew I needed to incorporate THC. So THC is the ultimate painkiller. It's going to kill any pain. I gave her no other pain meds than cannabis full spectrum and and THC. Um, I gave it to her at night and by the, now I'm at eight milligrams again, but up until her amputation, I was giving her 10 milligrams a day. And she is not only still alive, she is thriving and has beat her cancer. So nobody can tell me that THC is going to kill your dog or that it's toxic to your dog. And that static ataxia I told you about, 
which is a side effect, which is basically your dog getting high, <laughs> is um, it absolutely happened. Um, urinary incontinence is another side effect. Both of these side effects exist with opioids, except are 10 times worse. So I don't know why they bring it up in cannabis medicine, but ignore it and all the other terrible drugs. But guess what? Cannabis THC full spectrum is not going to damage the microbiome. It's going to help the micro. It is incredible for the gut. So that's why it seems like it works for so many things is because it's literally just getting rid of inflammation. So if it's getting rid of inflammation in your entire body and it's filling these deficiencies, that's why it seems like it works so amazing for so many things. But that's only because most things are based in inflammation. Most problems are based in inflammation. So you just have the ultimate get rid of inflammation thing. But I, it's very rarely that I use it alone, except maybe for like stress and anxiety. And even then, I couple it with a lavender essential oil, which is another adaptogen. So now I have lavender, just like turmeric and frankincense and a lot of these medicinal mushrooms all share some of the same compounds as the cannabis plant. So if someone's going to diss the cannabis plant, then you might as well diss frankincense and diss turmeric and whatever, because they have a lot of the same compounds. The only thing that cannabis does is that it gets you high, but not like an opioid, not like an opioid. And guess what, Aaron? You know what else I learned in school? What's that? That certain compounds in the plant dampen the effects of THC. So I tell this to humans all the time. You know, they, they go to a, a legal recreational state. They go into a dispensary. They buy something. They smoke it, eat it or whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, whoa, I'm way too high. You literally can go suck on a lemon, eat a, a mango, or give yourself CBD and lemons and mangoes have compounds, terpenes in them that the cannabis plant also shares that dampen the effects of THC and so does CBD. So when I would give Nina her eight to 10 milligrams of THC at night, I would also give her the CBD with it. And when I figured that out, I no longer had urinary incontinence and I no longer had static ataxia. Oh, Wow. She also, even, you know, giving it to her for two years straight, she barely gets high anymore. You can barely tell. <laughs> and she's on 10 milligrams, which is like the, a human dose of a gummy or an edible. Oh, okay. So imagine the dog having that many more receptors that to her, it's probably like 20 milligrams. But that's, you know, that's why you can't argue with what you can do with a full spectrum product right. and why it seems like it helps so many things. So it is good for arthritis and for allergies because all of these things are coming from inflammation. Exactly. They're based in inflammation. Okay. So you can go uh, diabetes, inflammation of the pancreas, you know, uh, arthritis, inflammation of the joints, everything is based in inflammation. And because it gets rid of inflammation, that's why it seems like it works for so many things. I can't think of anything that it doesn't work for um, or doesn't help. Like you even can combine it with chemotherapy and combine it with pharmaceuticals and it even helps them work better. So, you know, that's the reason it's illegal. The reason that it's been kept from us. The reason why it's so difficult to get an answer. Because if medical marijuana were to become federally legal in the United States, it would put 
10 pharmaceutical drugs out of business. Kind of like why hemp is the strongest, most durable fiber. It's naturally antibacterial, antifungal, yet everything's made in cotton. Right. Because if we produce hemp as a fiber, the cotton industry is going to go away. And when you start, I remember being in college and kind of learning about the history of why certain drugs were made illegal and when and the political reasons and the the lobbying that went into it. And it's the same thing with, you know, trying to get that overturned. Now, there's a lot of other companies making a lot of money that might be put out of business if, if these things were more available. Exactly. I'm very cynical about certain things. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it, because we've watched this happen over and over again. If we're aware of it and we're paying attention to it, then we're going to see it happen over and over again. And I'm here to tell you, marijuana will be legal in the United States. And when it will be legal is when the pharmaceuticals figure out how to make billions Money of off dollars of off of it. Right. Right now, Aaron, CVS is buying up hemp farms. Really? Because when they do release it and they do take over, do you think they want folks like me around? (laughs) They're either going to buy folks like me up, which they're already doing, or they're going to control the supply so folks like me can't even get hemp anymore to make my products. So that's what's going on already right now. And it's going to happen in the same reason we don't know anything about medicinal mushrooms. Same thing. And now medicinal mushrooms, I don't know as much about as far as taking certain compounds out of it. I always believe in whole plant medicine. I don't know why anybody would just take out one thing when we know they all do a job and it's called the entourage effect, meaning everything in school. One of my favorite stories was to uh, put it in layman's terms. Imagine a CB1 receptor in your brain. And here comes the the full spectrum hemp extract. Let's just take the compound CBD. It's coming over to this receptor. But it's just going like this. An isolate's probably just going to go like this. But a full spectrum hemp extract has a terpene called myrcene in it, which helps that, uh, that cannabinoid get to the receptor and attach to it. So if I have altered this beautiful oil out of the plant, I don't know if I've taken the myrcene out. I don't know if the myrcene's still in there. I don't know if that thing that's going to help this get to the binder is there anymore. Right. So that's why it's so important to have all of everything full medicine. But turkey tail, for instance, um, in Japan, they've taken out one compound called PSK and use it as an anti-cancer drug. So it could be the same thing as here. They've taken out CBD and made it seizure drug, anti-seizure drug for kids mostly that suffer from this special kind of uh, epilepsy. So same thing could be happening, but PSK exists in turkey tail naturally. So why are we just pulling it out? Because I bet you anything it works better when it has all the other compounds in it with it. Why would I just do it? And what's so important about mushroom extraction is that mushroom extracts is that they have to be extracts of the mushroom. Just eating the mushroom or grinding the mushroom is not going to get you everything that you need. You need to hot water extract those compounds out of the mushroom and then take them, which a lot of people aren't doing. So everywhere, most things are just dried, ground up mushrooms, which doesn't mean they're bad. If they're good mushrooms, 
you can extract the compounds yourself by putting them in hot water. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if you've got good dried mushrooms and we're just giving them to your dogs like that, make a tea out of it instead. Wow. Like put hot water through it three times and you're going to get all of that, that water, put that in their food and you're going to get a lot more benefit than just feeding them the mushrooms. I did not know that. That's amazing to know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I am just always so fascinated by all of this. And so we touched on the fact that a lot of veterinarians either are uncomfortable or just don't know enough about working with CBD and cannabis to want to feel comfortable recommending it. So what do we tell pet parents? Is it okay to just go ahead and do it anyway? <laughs> and where should they look to find uh, the the products that they can trust. I'll give them a hint. It's from CBD Dog Health. <laughs> oh, thank you, Erin. I, I, of course, love my products. Uh, I worked really hard on them and, you know, looked at other... One of the things that I did that nobody else did was that I did put other adaptogens in with them. Um, I'm actually creating my first mushroom and cannabis uh, product. It's a little, it's taking me a while because cannabis is an oil and mushrooms are water. So putting a water in an oil together (laughs) is very difficult without having to shake your bottle like this really hard. Um, but yes, use it anyway, just make sure it's a full spectrum hemp extract. It's so funny because when I did the video with Rodney, however many years ago, the intent was to create a list of the brands that I trusted but they change so often I was unable to do it. So even when I went to my other brands that I knew made a great product, they had already changed or been bought or there's so much going on in the industry where people were saying you have to be a broad spectrum product. Now they're allowing you to be like the NASC is now allowing full spectrum hemp extracts or whatever type of thing, which all they do is make sure your ingredients um, are safe, but Mm -hmm. They do not prove whether the product is effective. So literally, you can have a seal on your product, but it doesn't have anything in it. It could be hemp seed oil, which hemp seed oil on its own is great, but it's not going to stop seizures or get rid of your dog's cancer or help your dog fight its cancer. So it's a high quality product. It's just not going to really have an outcome. That is what you're looking for. Not the outcome you thought it was going to be. So that's why I get angry when I see someone selling isolates or broad spectrum products, because I don't want pet parents to think that that is the same thing that I'm talking about. And that's going to help their dog seizure or cancer because it's not. I don't know what it is. I can't guarantee you what it is. I can only guarantee what it is is you are getting a COA from them meaning you easily go on their website and can find it and track to the bottle that you have. And if you don't, don't get it. Like I used to say, call the company if you can't find it. No, it should be up there now. It's, you know, we're five years, six years into this uh, legal industry. That's the only way to prove it. Now you do need to make sure that it's from a third party, meaning there's very big companies. Elvet makes a great great product. But in the beginning, they were testing it at their own laboratory. I okay. don't think they're doing that anymore. So when but, you pull up the certificate, you should be seeing that it's from a third party company, not the company that's selling it to you. Mm-hmm. And a thing that happened in my own darn company, um, I had treats, I've pulled them off the market because I can't find a good manufacturer, I had to fire my manufacturer, because they forged a test. So that's why I test everything three times because we get the crude, which we test that, okay, this, here's our strain. Here's our extract. Good. Pass. Make the tincture. Test it again. Pass. 
then we get it. We test it again on a whole separate state and a whole separate lab every single time so that we could take three lab certificates and go. Because literally people have stuff come up on their lab and go back to the lab company and go, can you retest it so this doesn't show up on the next one? Oh my. I know we're going to have, um, so we had a lab, a the, our manufacturer forge a lab certificate. So until we got it, we were able, and this is why it should be a third party, we can call the lab and say, we need to verify that and them go, we didn't, this is not our signature. This woman hasn't worked here for, you know, however many years, blah, blah, blah. Wow. And all I could do was pull them off the market. And the good thing was that they were, uh, it wasn't any contaminants, thank God, yeah. but that they were uh, not the milligrams that were supposed to be in the bag. Oh, wow. So my own darn manufacturer of my treats was getting cheap and not, you know, putting what they said. So that, that happened in my own company. And I don't do this for, uh, for the money. I do this because I want to put out a pure product and have had such incredible success with this medicine. And I couldn't find one. I couldn't find one, Erin. I could not find a full spectrum pure product for pets in 2016. So I formulated my own and released them in 2018 when it was. And during those two years, all I was doing was testing it up on my animals, my, any clients that would, were willing to, to, that trusted me. That, and wow. all I saw was the most incredible improvement over and over and over again, which you could see by reviews. It's, I even, we have this nifty little book of success stories Aww. that I have. And I'm just flip, flipping through and I'm like, we got th- Somebody got rid of their dog's melanoma, you know, like, I don't even know. It's, it's really incredible. But to me, it's a great, great addition to anything that you're doing. And, or if something's not working for you, look for it both for yourself and for your pet. And so I know how much work you put into testing your own products. And I love that you now have the Your Natural Dog store where you sell all of the different products that you trust. Yes. That, Like you said, sometimes those are changing. And so I love being able to go there and find products that I trust. And oh, you have the Your Natural Dog podcast where you talk to like some of my favorite people. And I love like that you. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your Natural Dog existed because um, some of my favorite resources were disappearing and I couldn't find them anymore. And I fell in love with these brands and these products, you know, met the owners. There was a point where I didn't feed a dog food. Am I still, I haven't been to, um, uh, side by side who I carry now farms, but I mean, I've been to, I was at answers farms. I've met, I know the owners. I like, I put them through the ringer probably like you do. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing how much that has changed. So yeah. even what I would suggest a year ago, I'm even, I don't even feel comfortable suggesting a food brand right now. That's how crazy it is yeah. out there. And in, and in the hemp industry, I can't keep track with what's going on. Um, but I do know, I do know that Elvet makes a great product. Uh, the difference between my, my products and an Elvet product is that I just include other, I am ailment based. So I watched every dog that came in through my shop and on a Friday and Saturday, we used to have 70 dogs come in wow. on a, on one Friday. So we had, you know, six groomers, three bathers, boarding, 
And I would say that 75 to 80% of those dogs are suffering from something. Wow. So I literally just started keeping track of everything they were suffering and then tailored my tinctures to help those ailments, including my salves, which everyone laughed at me like, you're making a salve to put on a dog? How does that work? Well, gosh, I would see bulldogs with their noses just Mm -hmm. crumbling apart. I couldn't believe it. I knew what, you know, a full spectrum hemp extract could do for the skin, the rough paws, the open, the nasty sores and bumps and lumps and tumors. And so it's, um, it's been an incredible journey to be able to treat a dog where nothing worked or we couldn't even figure out even those that didn't change a diet or weren't feeding the best diet. You're still relieving pain, right? You're still bringing them comfort. I always try to encourage them to change the diet and what the issue is and incorporate these other things. But I'm amazed at, at what it can do for even a dog who's not being supported, you know, with all the other things. But yeah, your natural dog was same thing. Those pioneers like, um, like Tigger from Biostar. What an incredible woman. We should have her on. (laughs) She's hard. She's, she has her own podcast too, that they've had forever. Um, Amber Naturals, who's been making these amazing homeopathic tinctures forever that I've been using for years that literally my dog will have diarrhea, no appetite. I'll give him a, you know, dropper of the digestive rescue and he's begging for food and the diarrhea is gone an hour later. Right. You know, these are all these wonderful plant medicines that are no bad side effects, right. only good stuff. So I am going to continue to scream from the rooftops and promote these incredible brands that have been doing it right for years and who, you know, all just, I think you said you take a dog liver. Was that you? No, that was Dr. Urban was saying she takes the dog liver <laughs> that product. That she, I take all the dog products. They're the best. Um, and I can, I can look at a BioStar or an Amber Naturals um, product and compare it to who their competitor is and easily see. Um, Real Mushrooms. Real Mushrooms is about the only company that I know that is doing mushroom extracts correctly. I have found somebody else, but <laughs> someone even better. But the um, but they were like the only one you know, two, three years ago when I was looking for someone who was doing medicinal mushrooms that I could sell their product on my store, they were the only one doing it right. Nobody's, you know, that is so few people know less about. They just think eat the plant, eat the mushroom and you got it. That would be like us walking up to the marijuana plant, plucking the flower and eating it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So people don't think that way because we've been cooking with mushrooms forever, forever but right. not with cannabis. But it's the same thing. If I haven't extracted, is it going to be bad if I eat that flower? Is it going to have any um, medicinal value? Absolutely. Actually, you're going to get the raw form of CBD, CBD and THC, which is the only way to get it is in the raw flower because with age, it changes into CBD or THC or with heat. And THCA doesn't get you high, only THC does, which is why you have so many problems with edibles or people making their own things. Just the other day, I heard uh, Karen Becker bring up somebody who said their dog got into their marijuana butter. 
and had a horrible reaction. Well, that's because we took a raw form of marijuana, and when we heated it up, we did a process called decarboxylation, which then activates the THC. Mm. So that dog just had an overdose of THC. It's not going to kill him. It's not going to call anything, nothing bad. It's only when it's an edible that also has xylitol or chocolate or who knows what other ingredients that the dog shouldn't have gotten into. And nowadays, my last cannabis uh, event that I went to, because I always go to the cannabis events and talk about the benefits for pets. I'm the only one in the room doing that <laughs> instead of a pet industry event where I'm the 14th <laughs> CBD company. That's, you know, um, and I sat in on the, the talk before mine and they are synthesizing and creating THCX so you could get super hot. You know, like it's, <laughs> that's the, that's what's going on in the, the human side of things. So, and I'm sure that'll bleed over a little bit on our side, but yeah, you always have to do your homework for yourself and for, don't believe anything you read. The only way is for them the only way to test these natural products is with a certificate of analysis. And like I said, every ingredient that goes in my bottles has one. Every ingredient that goes in my dog has one. And you'll be surprised. Like you can, your coconut oil, call them, ask them <laughs> for a COA. They have one. If you're using cocoa therapy, they're going to send it to you. That's amazing. That's a good, um, good life hack to know. Essential oils, any of them, you're not sure? Ask them for a COA. It's the only way to prove what's in that bottle and that you don't have any of the bad shit in it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful for all your information and knowledge. Bet. I want everybody to be able to use this and to feel comfortable and safe using it. And so I thank you so much for your time today. You betcha. Anytime. Thank you, Erin. My goodness, how amazing is Angela? I learned so much from talking to her and I'm so excited about it. So I have a list of my top takeaways for you. So takeaway number one is that the term CBD is actually kind of like a slang term, a colloquial term for what is actually full spectrum hemp extract. Which brings me to takeaway number two, which is that full spectrum means that there is CBD components as well as a small amount of the THC component from hemp. Now, I know we think of THC as the chemical that gets you stoned, but it's in a very, very small percentage. However, this percentage is actually really important because full spectrum products are more pure and less processed than broad spectrum. Broad spectrum means that it has been processed to take out any of the THC, but we're also losing other important components of what makes this plant so special. And it's all of the parts working together synergistically that has the health benefits for us or our dogs. Takeaway number three is that THC is not dangerous for our dogs, and certainly not in the amounts present in a full spectrum hemp extract. Takeaway number four is that when you hear about the studies about the benefits of CBD, all of those studies are talking about a full spectrum hemp extract product. So you can't use a broad spectrum product that's more processed and less pure 
and expect the same kind of results that you would using a full spectrum product. And this really stood out as important to me because of the fact that so many people think that, oh, I've tried CBD, whether it's for themselves or for their pets and didn't see any kind of result. But I think that's because they're using a broad spectrum product and not a full spectrum. Takeaway number five is that dogs actually have more endocannabinoid receptors than any other animal, including people. Takeaway number six is certificates of authenticity. As consumers, as pet parents, we should be looking for certificates of authenticity for any plant-based products that we are purchasing. This includes essential oils, coconut oil, anything that is a plant-based product, mushrooms, and CBD. And these should be readily available on the company's website. It's not something you should have to go digging around for. And I'm going to have tons of links for you in the show notes, so make sure you go and check out CBD Dog Health website and see how easy they make it for you to find their certificates of authenticity. And when you do find the certificates of authenticity, they should be from a third party independent laboratory. So it shouldn't be like, oh, I'm generic company and I'm testing my own generic company's product and telling you it's pure. No, no, no. It should be like, super independent lab is testing generic company's product and being honest about it. I actually found looking at these kind of fascinating because, you know, I had to go and look up what these COAs look like from CBD Dog Health. And it was like five pages of information. And it talks about what percentages are of the THC, of the CBD, and of the other various compounds. And it also talks about whether they've been tested for heavy metals, for pesticides, herbicides, molds. And I also thought it was fascinating that it even breaks down what are called the terpenes and these other beneficial compounds that we can find in plants like cannabis, but also in other plants as well. So there's so much information available in these certificates of authenticity. And I really appreciate being able to to find them, to look at them and to see what's actually in this product that you're getting. And finally, takeaway number seven. The reason why CBD is recommended for such a wide variety of health issues is because most health issues start with some kind of inflammation. So we give our dog Penny CBD to help with arthritis because that is inflammation of the joints as she's gotten older. I'll also make sure I have a link in the show notes for you so that you can follow along with Angela's dog, Nina, who is a Doberman that has been living with osteosarcoma for the past two years after being treated with plant medicine, cannabis medicine, adaptogenic medicine. And so if you're curious about what it would look like to treat a dog that has a serious cancer diagnosis, I really appreciate how much Angela has been sharing about Nina's journey on her website. Remember, Nina was initially given a prognosis of two to four months, and she's still going strong after more than two years. I just think that's amazing, and it's why I love learning about all these different types of holistic medicines, alternative medicines, and treatments, because there's a lot of things that are out there that can really help dogs and people improve their quality of life, improve their length of life. And I really want you to know about all the different treatments and options that are out there and hear from people who are actually using them in their life with their animals and having success. So if I haven't shared this with you before, you should know that where I live is Fireworks Central. Apparently, everyone in our neighborhood loves to celebrate everything from 4th of July to New Year's to, I don't know, random Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. with fireworks. 
And unfortunately, Penny and Nino are not at all fans of fireworks. And it's really upsetting as a pet parent to watch how disturbed they get, especially Penny. She gets so upset. She can't calm down. She's pacing. She's panting. You know, she's barking. And it's almost like, I don't know, like she's in like a trance or something where she like she's not like responding to you. It's it's very upsetting. And of course, we've tried many different products over the years. Some are somewhat helpful, but nothing has ever like really been helpful with all of this. And so I'm really excited that this year we're going to be using CBD Dog Health's Calm product, the full spectrum hemp extract with lavender essential oil to get us through the upcoming fireworks season. I really enjoyed learning about how CBD Dog Health's products are different from other products on the market. They are the full spectrum product and have been tested three times by third party laboratories to ensure the purity of the product. And I appreciate that this product specifically has the lavender essential oil, which works very synergistically. And I'll have links in the show notes that you can go and check out the other products that CBD Dog Health offers. Another thing that really came to mind in talking to Angela was the word integrity. And I'm chuckling a little in my mind because my nephew graduated from the eighth grade this week, and he went to this private school where he's been going ever since pre-K. So it was kind of a big deal for him to be graduating after having gone to school with all these kids for the last 11 years of his life. And one of the teachers was giving an award to one of the students in the eighth grade, not my nephew, who was getting an award for being an unsung hero. And the teacher started off her speech saying, the definition of integrity is, anyway, it just made me chuckle because I can remember being in school, probably middle school, and starting all of my, you know, papers off with Webster's Dictionary defines blah, blah, blah as, (laughs) Uh, so anyway, I think that Webster's Dictionary should define integrity by a picture of Angela Ardolino. Because I think it says a lot about a person when they decide to discontinue one of their products, one of their revenue streams, because they aren't satisfied with their manufacturer. They're concerned about things being forged, not being done to the standards that they have. There's a lot of money to be made in the CBD industry. So I think it takes a lot of courage and integrity for somebody to to have that kind of action. And I respect that. I see that. And is one of the reasons I'm so excited to share about these products with you and to have been able to connect with Angela and share her story with you as well. So make sure you check the show notes. I have links to everything that Angela is doing to CBD dog health, to your natural dog store, to the your natural dog podcast, which I highly suggest you go and subscribe to in your favorite podcast app, because you'll be seeing a very familiar name, mine in the very near future, showing up on Angela's Your Natural Dog podcast as well. So that'll do it for this episode of the Believe in Dog podcast. If you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at Believe in Dog podcast with underscores and on Facebook at Believe in Dog podcast. I always appreciate you subscribing, rating and reviewing the podcast. Nothing makes a podcaster's day more than seeing a five star written review. Thank you again to Angela Ardolino and her whole amazing team at Your Natural Dog. Until next time, this is Erin Scott, sending you hugs and belly rubs. 
Believe in Dog podcast is a production of Hugs and Belly Rubs, LLC.